Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. All right, mi gente, so we're going to jump right into it. I have some really important news, especially for my first generation college students that are applying to grad school. And grad school, it could be anything from your master's degree program, a teaching credential, dual master's degree program, and even a PhD program. Basically, if, you, if you're just trying to apply to a grad program coming up soon, I have this amazing opportunity available for you. So on November 21st, from the time of 11 a.m. all the way to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Latina Grad Guide, which I definitely have talked about so much on this podcast, um, they're actually going to be holding a Statement of Purpose workshop and peer review session. And you definitely have to RSVP for it. It's going to be coming up very soon, this Saturday, because today is the 18th, so it'll be up on the 21st, like the day for it and whatnot. And honestly, mi gente, this is definitely such a great opportunity because not only is your statement of purpose being reviewed by graduate students who are already in programs, but you can also get like real life perspective. You get to network with other individuals who are literally at the same mindset as you in the sense that they're already studying for a higher degree in education or they definitely, that's just something they want to shoot for. And trust me, gente, you know, I am such a huge advocate for this. In almost every episode, I, I think I pretty much mention this all the time, that whenever there's a resource available, not only on your university campus, but a resource available to you as a first-generation student, specifically minority students, it's definitely a great idea for you to take advantage of those opportunities to not only network, but also just build community because being the first one to do anything in your family, mi gente, it can honestly be really nerve-wracking. However, when you're surrounded by groups of individuals that they are also the first in their families to do such big steps like this, however... They're in the same shoes as you in the sense that they want to go out and look for the opportunities to assist them. I think it's definitely a great thing to do for yourself. Now, a couple of the facilitators, they they have an amazing, amazing roundup. And I actually have a couple friends that, you know, higher education content creators as well that are going to be assisting in this peer review statement of purpose workshop. And I noticed that Again, as I mentioned, it is on November 21st, which is really great because it gives you the time to like connect and have your things reviewed by individuals that want to help you succeed. And they do it in a timely manner where you still have time to look over your things or fix whatever you need to fix yourself before you have to submit your statement of purpose with your grad school applications. Because a lot of the time, grad programs, your apps are due usually the beginning of December. Some of them are earlier, some of them are later. Some grad programs actually accept applicants every fall and spring semester, not only just fall. It really just depends what program you're looking into and what you definitely want to do. Now, 
if by any chance you can't find yourself attending this workshop, which I think is such a great opportunity, but if for whatever reason you can't, because maybe you're working that Saturday or you have other commitments you have to get done, um, if you really, really do want another pair of eyes, you can honestly go ahead and shoot me an email. My email is on my Instagram, Cafecito con Estrellita, and just shoot, shoot me your purpose of statement of purpose, and I could go ahead and look at it because with me, I I wouldn't consider myself an expert, but I definitely do have a good amount of skills when it comes to editing. I mean, I was a I was a tutor for a good amount of years during my undergrad experience. Um, for those of you that may not know, I was also originally in a different grad program. I was doing my master's in Spanish and linguistics at a different at a different Cal State. However, due to family reasons, I did have to drop out. And well, I found myself again in grad school at another Cal State, which I'm so fortunate to also love as well, just like I did my other program. And this Cal State, very similar. I had to do a statement of purpose, but they were accepting fall and spring, just like my other grad program at my other Cal State I was originally at. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I myself also have some experience when it comes to writing statement of purpose for teaching credentials, for master's degree programs, for well, I know transfer applications, I mean, those are said and done, but yeah, if you want some feedback and maybe you can't find yourself going to this amazing workshop opportunity, which I hope if you're listening, you could take advantage of this, go ahead and just shoot me an email, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Cafecito con Estrellita, or you can even just go to my website, cafecitoconestrellita.com. I'm literally as accessible as I can be as a resource for you, me first gen gente. So I I just wanted to let you all know about that. All right, moving on forward to our fact of the day, which was, you know, just letting you all know that if you need that extra help with like getting your things peer reviewed and just make your statement of purpose, go ahead and do that because trust me, I've a, I've applied to two well, how would I say this? Well, like I said, I dropped out of a different program, so I already went through that application process, and it was it was a lot. I definitely had to make a checklist and just highlight to make sure I turned everything in. And when you're applying to like a teaching credential, it's literally the same thing where it's so many documents, just check it off, especially if it's like a program that you want to make sure you do really well in, so then you can transition into the master's program. Ah, so it's, it's just a lot of all that fun stuff. Now, what I wanted to ask you, me first, Jen Hente, and even if you know this is a solo episode, you could go ahead and just shoot me a DM, email, whatever it is you want to do. But I want to ask you, why is it you want to go to grad school? What What do you think is inside you that just there was a star that just struck, and you had this this feeling, this this motivation that's like that told you and moved you to be like, I am going to grad school. I am going to be the first in my family to go to grad school. And even if you are not the first, you're going to be the first generation students in your family to go to grad school. I want you, I want you to ask yourself that. Think about that. Because trust me, gente, when you make a list of these answers, when you ask yourself these questions, why am I going to grad school? Why do I want this higher degree in education, like why all this? Ask yourself that and then just build upon it and write it down. You can journal it. You can write in a sense where it's a bullet point, but just save whatever it is that you write 
and put it away for later. And the reason why I say that, mi gente, is because a lot of the times, and you may experience this because I know I have experienced it and a lot of my other colleagues too, but imposter syndrome is a very big thing, very common too. And I know I experienced it a lot in undergrad, but when I was in grad school, I mean, I'm still in grad school, but even as a grad school school student, I still experience it. And even as a content creator and Sometimes I like wake up and I'm like, wow, what if I'm not doing this right? What if I'm an imposter? I don't see anyone else really doing the same thing I'm doing. Da, 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 da. And I know many of us have felt that way. But that's why, mi gente, when you ask yourself these questions that I'm asking you now, why do you want to go to grad school? Why do you want to study this? What does this higher education degree mean for you? Not only for you professionally, but also for you internally. You know what I'm saying, mi gente? You want to ask yourself that. Write it down. So then when you have those days where you you feel that imposter syndrome trying to take over, what, even if it's for like, you know, a few moments, you can go back and reference your answers that you wrote to yourself answering these questions to then remind yourself, this is why I'm doing this. I'm not only getting this degree for myself, but also to really highlight the stories of my people, to highlight it through research, to make sure there's findings because representation matters. We need representation in the country we are living in because we are a country of so many different races and what I say, what I work on is really going to make a difference and it's going to motivate the other individuals that are looking up to me now as I'm going through this program. And If those are the kind of answers you're finding yourself saying or like feeling, write it down because those days when you're feeling like what you're doing is not enough or maybe you're not good enough or maybe there's someone doing it way better than you, reflect back and look at those answers and I promise you're going to feel so much better than you did when you weren't reading what you had told yourself. And the reason why I say that, mi gente, because I remember when I first got into program the program I'm in now for my credential, I I definitely did feel imposter syndrome in the sense it's like, how did I get accepted again? I dropped out of my original program. Like, how how does this school want me? Like, or my like what you know? I just had so many feelings, so many thoughts running through me. But then and one of my courses I took over the summer because, as I, I've previously mentioned, my first semester of my my grad program over here in the Cal State I'm currently at now, it started in the summer of the pandemic. And then we'll fall, leave of absence due to having to take exams and then COVID. Anyways, mi gente, but I remember one of the classes I took that summer, my professor, she had us all write a letter to ourselves, like as a last assignment, you know, for the class or whatnot, which honestly was, it was so uplifting because I had so many different types of projects and assignments do that. It was just so overwhelming, like during the beginning of that summer session. So being able to like end that class session with, with an activity like that, like a reflection one, it was definitely like it was a nice weight off my shoulders from all the heaviness of other assignments. So I wrote that. And then I sent it to her and well, you know, she, she said her wonderful thoughts that obviously made me cry because uh, I just, lo- I love professors. I love teachers. They're all amazing. Uh, anyways, mi gente. So I wrote that and then I had told her that I was going to save it. And she said that she was so glad 
that I told her that because that was the purpose of why she would make that an assignment for her class every semester or in my sense, in my case, every session. Um, so then students, once they finish the credential program or if they wanted to continue on with the master's degree at that Cal State for Education, they would be able to like reflect back to remind themselves why they are in this field, why why they're doing what they're doing, especially on their down days. You know what I'm saying, mi gente? And I want to let you know, mi gente, if by any chance, while you're submitting your grad school applications for whatever program it may be, once again, master's, credentials, just anything like that, PhD, EDDs, if by any chance you don't get into program, I want to let you know that your story does not stop there. That it does not mean you can't reapply for the following application season. You can. And if for some reason you weren't accepted into the program during the time you wanted, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try again. If anything, what that means is that you can gather back and reflect back on how you did your application process the first time so then the second time around, you're then able to enhance and just better what you feel needs to be, you know, better. I was going to say bettered more, but like, you know, pretty much adjusted a little bit to, to make sure that your status, your application best fits you as the student, amazing first generation scholar that you are. Just reflect it all back so then when the second time does come around and you apply, you get in at the schools you may want to. So don't give up if it doesn't work the first time because, I mean, life is so long but yet so short, mi gente. And I promise if maybe it doesn't work out the way you want it to this first time around, that doesn't mean you should give up. Because, again, you are setting an example for so many other young scholars that maybe never thought grad school would be an option for them, but then seeing and hearing your stories and seeing how you did it, no matter what it took, because you wanted it that bad, it will inspire the other young scholars in our minority groups to really chase after the same thing if that's something that they truly want. And lastly, I remember I was told this my senior year at UCSB. So I was in the process of deciding if I wanted to apply to a master's program or go to law school. And I had talked to one of my academic, I don't, it wasn't counselors. She was the head of the global studies department. Uh, oh, the chair. There we go. Our department chair. And I was just having a casual conversation with her and I was telling her, I'm thinking about doing this, that, this, that, but I'm not sure. I don't know if I had gained enough experience during my undergrad experience and whatnot. And then she, she calmly looked at me and she's like, don't worry, Estrella, there, there's a grad school for everyone if you want to go. And that really stuck with me because it's true. There are so many different types of programs. There's private schools, Cal States, UCs. I know I really highlight the Cal States and the UCs, but that's just because those, sorry guys, those are my, are the education systems that I'm most familiar with just because those are the ones I'm, I have or are currently going through. But there are so many different programs, even online programs like Chapman University. You can get your degree in education all online. There's Arizona State 
State University that, well, as many of us know, work with Starbucks, but that's just for undergrad to get your degree through that. But overall, moral of the story, there are so many different types of programs. And if by any chance you didn't get into, let's say you applied to five, but you only got into maybe just two or one, whichever your circumstance may be, that doesn't mean that your your opportunity ended. You could still go to grad school. You could still go to your area of study. All you really have to do is just research the information you need in order to be an and a that I can't even talk. I'm sorry, Mantha, but just make sure you research the information that you need to make to help make you the best candidate you could possibly be for that program you need. And then just take their time on your applications and then research to make sure that that program you're looking into applying to has the degrees or the areas of studies that you know you're going to kill it, that you know you want to do, it's your calling, and it will make a difference. Something just struck to my mind, Mianthe. So as I've shared before, I, I, I just know the most random facts. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like on my spare time, like, <laughs> I just like to Google and be like, ooh, this program has that. This program has this. Even if I'm not even considering that type of career path, I just like, Ugh. but that's the magic of the inter- internet. But this got me thinking, I think one of, one of these days for a solo episode, I'll just do like, uh... How many how many grad programs you can like say in thirty seconds, or how many how many degrees, or how many doctoral degrees can you say at the top of your head in like thirty seconds? I think that'd be kind of fun, or maybe I should do an IG live on that. What do you think, Mihente? Go ahead and let me know. I feel like that'll be a lot of fun. All right, Mihente. So I'm gonna start bringing this episode to an end, but you know we cannot finish, conclude any episode of Cafecito con Estrellita without a quote of the day. And well, this one, it was written by yours truly, Estrellita. Mija, everything that you are passionate about has been established within you. Por una razón. And mi gente, if you liked what I created there, if you if you find yourself resonating a lot with quotes that resonate with first-generation students, go ahead and give Cafecito con Estrellita Instagram a follow because I'm consistently creating content that is geared in that area because I know those are experiences that I have felt, and I know dang well if I've felt that. Other of my amazing first-generation gente probably have too, so I want to do my part the best way I can to uplift you no matter what area or wavelength you may be in your higher education path, whether you're an undergrad, grad school, community college, whatever it may be. And with that being said, Mijente, I'll definitely catch you on the next one. Stay tuned for this week's interview episode. And please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on the podcast, Cafecito con Estrellita, on any platform that you listen to your podcast to. And Hablamos pronto. Cuídense.